0: What's up, folks? It is Friday, Eve, Thursday night for those who like to keep track of the days of the week. And it is a, I guess we'll say balmy 70 degrees down here in Tampa, even though it's much warmer than it is right now up north. And I see Scott, Wayne, our great friends from Packers Fan Podcast, waiting in the green room. I, I see that Wayne has a very nice shirt on. It might be a little Tampa-ish the way it looks like from here, but <laughs> as he gives me the no signal there, but I see everybody there in the background, Jen's on, Fuji's on, and I, I wanna thank a couple people when we bring everybody on here, because last week, and i like to thank the folks that all traveled from Philly, even though it may not have finished the way we wanted it to, but either way, it ended up being a successful event, so I want to wait until everybody comes on to make sure I say the proper thank yous to everybody else. I see the comments already coming in. Uh It should be a great night where we have the Eagles review. Obviously, for the season, that the Eagles had finished up 98. If you take the loss from last week, then figured 99. Um, but good things came from Nick Sirianni, so it can't be too much of a complaint. Good thing is that Nick Sirianni and Howie Fuji's best friend said they're going to keep jailing around for one more year, and I think it's well-deserved that he should be back here for another year. So, lots to get into. Also, Steel City Renegades, Dave and Lee will be joining us to review the Steelers season, and Big Ben finally saying that he's giving up, he's hanging up the cleats, and he's done for the season. So, lot to get into tonight. Again, Scott joins us, Wayne joins us from Green Bay. It is cold out there in Green Bay, and Scott just gave us a forecast. I think he said he's got basically frozen pipes and stuff i'm just kidding he doesn't have it but there's all kinds of frozen stuff going on out there because the frozen tundra will be alive and well this weekend so with that being said thank you everyone for tuning in tonight from the 28 states here in the united states brazil puerto rico and our countries overseas welcome all to broad south And as always, the man I cannot do The show without, and I thank him and Jen, and as I'll bring Jen here momentarily On for filling in for me on Sunday Here is the godfather, Mike Fug-
1: <laughs> Fuji, what-
2: <laughs> Ready to dive into That so-called Press conference yesterday Uh Nick Sirianni, and my my favorite GM in the NFL, my best friend. <laughs> I can't wait. I just can't wait to get into that.
0: Into that gonna,
2: charade yesterday.
0: It's going to be a lot to talk about. It's kind of ridiculous, it, along with something ridiculous, too, I've been having yesterday for two hours on TV, but that's another story for another different day. But – yeah, it, it was a lot to take in. Uh, I don't know how he better step up. That's all I got to say. Because if he doesn't step up, we'll find mm-hmm. out what he's all about. So, But we are live from the LG Direct Sales Solution Studios down here in beautiful Tampa, Florida. Of course, via through the Northeast in Philadelphia, which is uh, what you said is about, what, 17 degrees?
2: No, it's not that cold. Dude. It's probably about 30, but it's going to be in the 20s over the weekend, so...
0: Well, come on down here. It's about 70 degrees right now. Mm. Tomorrow we're getting back up to 75 and we're expecting rain though throughout the weekend. So still won't be too bad. We're looking at the sixties mm. over the weekend. So it's still nice. I should have
2: came down last weekend.
0: <laughs> you should have. And the uh, one you should have brought with you is our co-host here, Jen McGraw. Jen, uh, you missed one heck of a party last week.
3: I I heard it looked really fun and I wish I could have been there and not here in the cold, I know it's not as cold as it is in Green Bay, but it's still cold here, and I am a summer person. So I'm just ready for the next season. I'm ready for warmer weather, warmer games, already already ready for the future.
2: I'm ready to kick that NFL t- t- 2022 20, season off. Oh, no, yes. I am ready <laughs> to get right into it.
0: Oh my! Yep. Because there's a lot to get into, and I can't wait until next year to see what happens. We we'll make sure this year ends first before we get into next year. But talking about this year, want to bring on two of our favorite guys here that we follow every single season, and we had both of these gentlemen on here We're off here with Wayne, and then add Scott here to the mix, gentlemen. First of all, welcome back! Thank you so much for coming back on the show, uh, Wayne. We see you're in good spirits here once again. It looks like very Florida. They're kind of shirt you got on there. <laughs> well, I'm here. Hearing...
4: Hey Scott. Hey guys, thanks for having us on again. I'm here in Southern California and just got in from work. So uh here we go.
0: That's Thank right. You. It's a good thing. And Scott, of course, joined us tonight. And uh Scott did say he's he is over at the frozen tundra. You know, very close to it. I think he's also broadcasting there from, my, Scott, I did think you did say you were over at the bleacher section, but uh, in, the, in the below basement <laughs> studios there.
5: <laughs> yeah, I'm actually in Rockford, Illinois. So we're a good three and a half hours south of Green Bay, but uh, it's still plenty cold here. We're about seven degrees right now. The feels like temperature negative two. So uh, this is me getting ready for uh, Saturday night's game. Very excited.
1: We're
2: well, we going good. to the game.
5: I, You know what? I was this close to going to the game. I uh, had tickets and uh, was, was going to be going to the game, but um, unfortunately my, my uh, wife got sick, and I'm not going to go to the game without her, so uh, I'm not going to go, but that's how it is.
0: Yeah. How yeah, it's understandable, it. and I could see joining in here as he popped up in the green room, if I'm looking at it correctly, it is Lee Money from Steel City Renegades. Lee, how are you this evening?
6: Oh, what's going on, Angel? Can you hear me all right? I sure can. Loud and clear. You sound really good. Awesome. Hey, Leo, awesome. How are you? What's going what's on, you? Fuji?
2: Sorry I missed uh Sunday night. I was actually hanging out with uh of Philly Sports here down at one of the bars in South Philly doing the Eagles
6: postgame. Nah, you didn't miss much, man. I mean, obviously, we didn't miss much of that game either. That was a 20 point beatdown, so <laughs> mm. it's not like the Eagles showed up either.
2: So, yeah,
6: <laughs> <It's> like <laughs> bad weekend for both of us, man. <laughs>
2: bad, bad weekend for Pennsylvania football all around. <laughs> it yeah, absolutely. sure was.
3: Oh, yeah.
0: Well, we'll get into it here. I see the comments again, or they're coming in, so I'll get to your comments here momentarily. But I do want to thank, first of all, uh, Vince Rizzuto. President of Philly Sports Trips, PhillySportsTrips.com, for bringing the fans, bringing the energy down here. Started on Friday with the John Kincaid show from 97.5 The Fanatic back home in Philly. He came down with Rob Kumi, uh, Pat Egan, and Jamie Lynch. I had the opportunity of interviewing those guys minus Pat because Pat was busy, of course, running the show. But thanks to those guys for coming down. Great show on Friday. We had Fox 29 live uh, at Tampa Joe's and it was fun because they were able to at least put us on camera. The six of us are out there uh, early in the morning, but it was fun to, to be on with those guys and having fun with them. Then again, on Saturday, they did to broadcast from three to five, which then Trey Thomas showed up. And it was fun because Trey was supposed to be there for a little bit ended up hanging out until the entire event was done and even hung out afterwards because a lot of us hung out there about at least, I want to say about nine ten o'clock at night. So two, three hours well after the event was over. Uh, tiring event, but it was fun to interview Trey and John, Rob, Jamie. Uh, who am I missing here? The Philly no, sports, sports guy, PSG. Guy. So I interviewed him. Um, Mike good Goodwin, one. the owner, Vince. So it was just a lot of good people, a lot of good folks. We were expecting, I thought maybe... 200 max, but we had 650 plus come through that door. So I think by the end of the night the tallied up it was about 800 folks that walked in and through Tampa Joe's. So thank you once again for a successful event weekend. We appreciate Vince again, heck of a way to start off a sponsorship with a brand new sponsor. So thanks to Philly sports. Church for putting it all together and we can't wait for them to come back again in March to do it for the Phillies weekend. If major league baseball, can get their act together and we can have ourselves a season because I've been waiting down here desperately for two years now. Thanks to all this COVID nonsense for the boys of summer to come and play here. So let's see what ends up happening. But again, thanks to everyone who stopped by Tampa Joe's, Mike Gowen, Robert Puyo, uh, PJ, everybody who was able to put it together, Michelle, Philly uh, the South. And so it was a great collaboration. We ended up having a lot of fun But with that being said, we also know there's a divisional game coming up here with green Bay this weekend. Green Bay in the divisional round, and we hope that they take care of business. And I say that because, as I said to Scott before we went on air, I think one TV 12, if they're able to pass their divisional game down here this week, I'm just hoping that Green Bay takes care of business. If it turns out to be a Green Bay Tampa Bay NFC Championship game, and so Wayne and Scott, one of you guys have to make it happen because. We need Tom just to get, you know, get knocked off that perch just a little bit because he's up there right now. He teased the Eagles fans after it was over. He kind of trolled us a little bit, but uh, we hope that obviously Green Bay can pull it off. And we saw the beginning, and I guess I'll reflect it both on you guys here. The beginning of the season, we didn't know exactly what's going to happen with Aaron Rodgers. Finally, he came around to decide to say he's going to play with Green Bay. That all the differences they had were put aside. Whether that's true or not, still to this day, who knows? But all I know is he's doing all the things that he said he was going to do for Green Bay, and obviously now taking them into the playoffs and going into the divisional game. This is one of those important ones. Uh, again, Wayne and Scott, for you guys as far as for the divisional championship or divisional game, I should say. How does Green Bay bode for this game? And does the cold weather, as we've seen many times before in Green Bay, affect this upcoming game this Sunday?
4: I think the cold weather really does help, but I think what really helps this year is the fact that we can have a full Lambeau field and it's going to be just packed. It's going to be joyous. It's going to be cold. It's going to be a party. We're going to take care of the 49ers. And I was rooting for your Eagles last week, big time. And I'm sorry they didn't come through in that game, but if it comes down to Tampa Bay at green Bay, uh, we got to take care of business this time. I, I'm really excited for Saturday night's game against the 49ers. I know some people are nervous about them, and we don't want to overlook them, but I think we got this.
5: I'm not quite as optimistic as Wayne is. I think it's going to be a very tough matchup, but uh, I mean, that's, that's, that's Wayne. If you listen to our show, you know, he's uh, definitely the Pollyanna between the two of us. Um, I, I know that San Francisco's had a number uh for the, for the past few years, they've kind of been a thorn in our side, but for the most part, those wins have come in California. Uh, this time, we're playing them at home in a game that matters way more than any of those past games that we've done. Uh, the Packers like to play in the cold weather. They thrive. They do better there than they do um, you know, in, in the southern states or even on the west coast. I'm looking forward to the game. I still think the Packers can pull it off, but I think by no means is this a pushover game whatsoever because San Francisco's run game is ridiculous. Um, and, and a lot of their stats are a lot higher uh, than than uh, the Packers too. So it'll be a good matchup. I hope it goes in our favor, but uh, there's there's a big question mark on there for me right now in terms of what's going to happen.
2: My, my take is I want to jump right into it. I know Dallas – Probably should have won that game Sunday, thank God they didn't aim to that. But <laughs> 49ers aside, you know, with the Eagles going into the playoffs, we're probably the hottest team in the NFL right now. And I think they got some pretty good momentum coming in the Lambeau this week. I know you guys don't want to hear it, but no. I think I think the I think the Packers got a dogfight coming this week.
5: I don't I know agree.
2: why. It's just I mean, if you guys, you know, want to Give us all your feedback
5: on what you what you're taking the Niners is. Well, like I was saying, their their running game is is insane. The the uh, the pauses we got for us going for us this week, uh, and I would never wish ill will or or uh, injuries on any player, even on an opposing team. But they've uh, uh, the and I did not make any notes, so I do not have the names written down on me. I got them on on my uh, format, <laughs> yeah. but there's the the. Uh, uh, the one defensive player that's just been sacking like crazy is, uh, is out. Uh, so that's going to be helpful for us to keep Aaron Rodgers on his feet. Um, but it's going to be containing that run, which Green Bay has struggled to do quite a bit this year. They, uh, th- there's been quite a few missed tackles and they've, they've, they've been better on secondary when it comes to defense. So this is going to be a true test to see if this defense is for real. Uh, I'm looking forward to see it, but uh, um, it's, it's going to be a tough matchup for sure.
2: I mean, Debo Samuel's been playing lights out, and I don't, I'm, not, I'm not sure if it's Russell Douglas that'll be covering him, but that guy is just lighting it up on that 49ers offense. Yeah,
5: because he's not only playing wide receiver, he's also been doing some running plays as well. Right. So he's just all over the place. He's got to be contained for sure.
4: He's the one guy to worry about. Uh, The Niners are getting a little more banged up every week and the Packers just keep getting healthier every week. We've got so many guys coming back that I think we're the healthiest team in the entire NFL right now. Uh, We are ready. Obviously, you know, we can't overlook them, but I'm not worried.
5: And keep in mind that we haven't been as healthy and we still had the number one seed, number one record in the NFC. And we're going into the, you know, technically second round of the playoffs here. Not, you know, we obviously had to buy during the, during the uh, wild card weekend, but uh, we're going into the playoffs healthier than we went in, than we start, than we ended the season. So that's, that's a positive for sure.
4: Oh, oh, I was just going to say, if anybody's listened to the Packers fan podcast, they know that. I hate the 49ers more than any other team, so <laughs> there's a lot riding on this game.
2: <laughs> I was going to say, as far as the offensive side of the ball, you guys are getting a boost with, I don't know if I'm saying his name right, David, Bakhtiari.
5: Bakhtiari, yes. lot.
2: Right. Which, you know, multi-pro bowl player, and, you know, is going to give a big boost with Aaron Rodgers in that running game. How would you say uh, – Aaron. What's his name? The running back. Aaron. Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones. How's he coming along? I know he was nicked up during the season.
4: Well, they did rest him pretty much for that final regular season game a bit. I think he's good to go. I think he's as close to a hundred percent as he can be. And AJ Dillon is the back for the Packers to watch in this game. He is built for cold Mm -hmm. weather. Bash it down the middle. I think between the two of them, we don't even really need a passing game. But, you know, it's Aaron Rodgers. We're going to have a passing game.
2: When you talk about that tandem, you guys have me thinking back to when prior to 96 season when the Packers had Dorsey Levens and uh, what was his name? The other running back.
4: William Henderson?
2: Walk- nah. Forget the guy's name, but it was a nice one two tandem that the Packers had going into that season in ninety-six when they beat Dallas to go to Super Bowl and they beat New England.
4: Oh, Edgar Bennett. Edgar Bennett. That's it. Caleb go, Fisher helping us out there. Right. Yeah. yeah.
2: Edgar Bennett. Was just, you know, it took a lot of pressure off far when they just pounded the ball, you know, beating up on New England that year. So a kind of like I said, a that one, two, 10 reminds me of Dylan and Aaron Jones.
5: Especially with how many snaps that AJ Dillon has been getting even prior to Jones being sidelined last week. He was he is he was getting just as many touches. And like like Wayne was saying, I don't envy anybody that's got to tackle that guy in, in cold weather. Even in warm weather, that dude is just a beast. He's his thighs are massive. <laughs> what what's the what's the they've been calling him Quadzilla?
0: Quadzilla, I mean,
5: As far as the receivers,
2: I mean Devonte Adams, um, Valdez Scaling, and Lazard. I mean, has been picked up. I mean, he's you know, he's been a nice second, third receiver for you guys.
5: Absolutely. Not to mention Not to mention Randall Cobb is back too. He, uh, right. you know, yeah, not only back this season. Cobb. Yeah. But uh, he was, he's been out with an injury, but uh, he is, he's, he's back in the saddle this right. week. So
0: well, I want to bring up a couple of people here before I turn over to Jen, but uh noble Gregory uh, he says, been down here for nine years. You just find this. Noble." I, yeah, I'm assuming you're talking about Tampa. If I'm, rec- uh, if I'm looking at it correctly, uh, Tom says, hi folks. Hello, Tom and Tara, Rick. Uh, another guy was down here rick and i had a lot of fun hanging out basically all day saturday and then again uh partially no not sunday sunday you couldn't make it but saturday was a lot of fun hanging out there with rick brought a nice banner when uh trey was on he had it in the background so uh rick that that audio download by the way should be available this week so hi to rick lisa i see you uh, she's tuning in and khalib as just i saw him. On the, yeah so he's i wanted to see he said he was from uh it's CCR from Green Bay, if you guys know.
5: Oh, yeah, Caleb Fisher. Yeah, one of our one of our dedicated listeners writes in every week. So what's up, Caleb? It's uh, great to see you, man.
0: And then I forgot about, and I didn't forget, but I want to say I forget about, uh, as far as Jay McIntyre, had a great time meeting him on Sunday. That's why I had him and, and Rick as far as confused. But ended up hanging out with Jay. Jay watches the show a lot. Obviously comes in here in comments. A uh, lot of great feedback from Jay when I met him. Uh, and I can't wait to, to have you guys back down here. Uh, Jay, your wife, and everybody who came down, but Jay was really cool to talk to and spend some time with before up making arounds rounds and going all over the place there at Tampa Joe's. But thanks to Jay and everyone who came in to tune in tonight. We do appreciate it. And of course, Joey B., our great friend from Colorado, always has his <laughs> his funny comments in, but uh, he's got another one. says, Scott's voice, if he reads books online, everybody <laughs> just to listen. Good pipes on Scott.
5: Hey, thanks Joey. Actually, I do some audiobooks for my uh for my my students. I'm a 4th grade teacher here in Rockford and um, I, I record them on YouTube and put them on there so I'll, I'll see if I can get you a link to some if you want to hear me read some uh, some elementary level books, but uh yeah. Thank you. i I'm actually trying to get into um audiobooks or voice acting Wayne uh, right oh wrong wrong arrow. Wayne right here. <laughs> uh, mediavoiceovers.com. Uh, he's kind of my mentor in that in that respect. So so hopefully sometime down the road, I'll get my voice in something.
0: Well, it's funny because when Wayne started talking that, that just a little bit ago, you can hear the voiceover that came out of him before he went right back into his regular broadcast voice. But you can tell voice it's, it it's not easy to do voiceovers because everybody believes that he can do them. It takes time to craft that well in order to be able to sell it. so we know there's a lot of people who they have a the voice for it. It's just be able to have that, put that talent together to be able to put it the, to be able to sell it, put it that way. Um, but again, thanks to Joey and everybody tuning in tonight, Jen. I'm not too sure. Cause I want to make sure I don't leave you out here. If you had a comment other than what Joey said, if uh, if you guys heard any more rumors about Aaron Rodgers leaving.
5: We, I, I don't mean, think, I think so. any, yeah. Any rumors <laughs> you guys have heard of are the same ones that we've heard. We have no in track, no inside track whatsoever. Um, I mean, if I were going to throw my, my, my two cents in there, I think that a lot of what's what's happened was, was uh, blown by the media. I think that uh, um, the media wanted to have a story to talk about with Aaron Rodgers. Was Rodgers upset? Yes, probably he was upset, but I don't think it's as severe as everybody was making it out to be. I think that, that uh, he's not going to pull a Favre and go anywhere. Um, it's just my personal opinion. Uh, I, I know that there's been a lot of shade thrown on him, a lot of hate thrown on him, but uh, I, I think a lot of it's speculation, I think. If he wins, I wouldn't be surprised if he retired. Um, but I I I still think he loves Green Bay. And I think he loves Green Bay more than he hates what, what was going on in terms of negative controversy. Well said. Well said indeed.
6: Yeah, well, we need that controversy because we need him in Pittsburgh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Man,
0: that was supposed to have been the big take. So supposedly from what everything was talked about was him and Mike Tomlin having a great relationship. And there's been times where it's been said that if he was planning on going anywhere, it was Pittsburgh was the destination first. So we'll see. There's still time left. Obviously he can't make the decision right now. He's got to finish business and do what he has to do. But and that would be interesting though. If, if he does right off into the sunset, if he ends up winning at the Super Bowl. I don't think he retires yet. I, I don't, I don't believe so. Even if he wins it this year, I think he comes back for another year just to try to do it again, but I don't see it. The same way, again, they mentioned TB12 saying that if he ended up winning the Super Bowl this year, would he go out on top? And according to him, he said maybe, but he doesn't think so. I think he wants to wait until he gets 10 under his belt and then decide to call it. You're never going to – listen, as much as we're not Tom Brady fans in Philly, the only difference is you will never have another quarterback to do what he's done, yet alone win seven. As far as Super Bowl, so it, it's tough to do, but I don't see another quarterback doing that. Now, even our young gentleman over there from, from KC, uh,
6: Angel Dave's trying to get on, but the link isn't working.
0: Okay, let me see if I can send it again. Uh, so Jen, I will turn it over to you. If you had any green meat related questions.
1: Can you? She's can you stunned. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she may not be able to hear me. Can you hear me?
6: I one hell of a leg.
0: Me? Yeah.
3: Me? Uh, yeah. Sorry, it's my Wi-Fi has been crazy all night.
0: All right. No, I was saying I don't know if you had any questions as far as for Scott and for Wayne.
3: Um. Yeah, I guess I would say. Um. You know if. Aaron Rodgers let's I just want to I want to play like devil's advocate for a second cuz obviously you know Lee would would have loved to see Aaron Rodgers go to the Steelers obviously Aaron Rodgers is not going anywhere but what where do you think he would go if he would go like if he did decide to go anywhere if he decided that Green Bay was not the place anymore
5: Oh boy that's a loaded question I I've I I've, I've put it so far away Felt from like my it. mind as a, as a possibility <laughs> that uh um i have not even really considered it i mean i i've just the rumors i mean I, I mean denver seems like the easy answer because uh um you know they they've been you know the, the that rumor has already been floating around right it's just it's just already there in existence um like where would he want to go like if he had an ideal place to go i don't know the the thing is is that <clears> there's, <throat> there's there's going to be a severe quarterback shortage coming up here pretty quick because I've from what I'm hearing in the in the college realm, which I don't follow a lot of college ball, is that quarterbacks are coming up pretty light. So a lot of teams are going to be looking for someone to fill in that gap uh with, with players that are either um you know moving on or 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 just aren't making the cut. So I mean <laughs> I know he's not going to do Chicago. There's just no way, right? Right, right. <laughs> That's just not going right. to happen. Absolutely. I don't, I, I don't even think he'd go, you know, anybody in the, in the north, you know, um, Minnesota or Detroit. That's just not going to happen. That's just not in his nature. As much as people like to villainize the guy right now, I don't think he has it in him to do that. Denver makes sense. I think, I think Pittsburgh does make sense, although it would be kind of interesting considering uh, 2011, that would be, there would be a lot of uh Pittsburgh fans that would not like to see Rodgers come in there? But uh, De- Denver Actually, probably makes there's the most a time.
6: lot of Steelers fans that are saying Rodgers, 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 yeah, Rodgers or Deshaun Watson right now, those are the two names mm, we're hearing the most.
5: All right, Wayne, what do you think?
4: Well, first, let me say I can't see him going anywhere. I agree with Caleb Fisher. Um, I think it's more likely that he stays with Green Bay if he doesn't retire. And we tried to trade Jordan Love. But as far as hypothetically thinking, you know, what if Tom Brady were to retire from the Bucs and they have an opening for another veteran quarterback down in Tampa Bay?
3: Mm. Interesting. Good point. Good point.
4: But I think Tom Brady is going to outlast them all. So, (laughs) I mean, he's
5: ageless. He, when they show those like <laughs> comparisons of him from like 10 or 20 years ago during the games, it looks like the same guy. He's like the Paul Rudd of the NFL. <laughs>
0: uh. Well, you got to fear he is the age wonder, but I Tom Brady also, and I'm trying to do two things here at once, and I'm trying to get Dave connected uh, on here so you can join the stream. But um, as far as the age wonders, I mean, Tom Brady, first of all, that, that health regimen that he goes through is, is one, I guess where he wants to feel like he can – he feels like he's in his 30s, even though he's in his 40s. And it's a strict regimen that he has to go through, workout, food, carbs, a lot of good fun stuff in order for him to be at the level where he is right now. Obviously, he knows the wheels are slowing down, meaning the legs, and he said that when the legs stop working, that's when he was going to retire as long as his upper body keeps him healthy enough to be able to do so. Now, would it be a shocking surprise if for some reason – Green Bay does win and then Tom Brady decides to retire and he goes down to Tampa Bay that would be really surprising. I don't mm-hmm. see it happen, but again, stranger things have happened uh, we've seen with other players in the NFL.
2: I want to I want to throw something in there. You guys may not like this but Aaron Rodgers being from California Hey, there were rumors about the 49ers. Oh, you're
5: you going to make Wayne really upset right now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mike. Just, just, hey, just, Mike. I hate to say it,
2: but hey, rumors swirl like Don't wildfire. even think it. Hey. Hey, how about Philly? I mean, Philly's been matching. With there you go. Russell Wilson. and I, I mean, here's another thing. Everybody talks about Aaron Rodgers, but does Devontae – Devontae Adams go where Aaron Rodgers goes, being that he's a free agent.
4: That's the uh wrench we need to worry about. Mm-hmm. But...
2: Now is but... it possible they could that tandem could go elsewhere? Not to upset you guys, but hey, free agency's no. March sixteenth.
4: Yeah. Hmm, maybe yeah, Cleveland. They've... Who knows?
2: Cleveland.
4: They're not going anywhere Keep after them in we the Midwest. Beat... After we beat the Niners this week, beat Tampa Bay the following week, and then beat the Buffalo Bills on Super Bowl Sunday, it's all going right. to be good.
6: Well, I hey,
2: go. it's going to be an interesting weekend this week. I mean, three out of the four games oh, yeah. are matchups from earlier in the season.
6: Yeah,
4: interesting.
0: So I like to know least take Lee, if 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 you were Mike Tomlin. Right. A matter of fact, we'll check the GM. I will not even put you on the, on the head coach link there. If you're the GM for Steelers and you have the opportunity, let's say just hypothetically, maybe Aaron is thinking about retiring. He just won the Super Bowl. What could you offer to Aaron Rodgers to bring him over to Steeler Nation?
6: I, with the way that this team is going right now, who the heck knows, man? I mean, now there's there's rumors that Keith Butler is retiring, so we're going to need a defensive coordinator. Um, there's talk that they might be trying to move forward with Mason, the jobless QB Rudolph, or uh, possibly Dwayne Haskins, you know, from – Ohio state. So go Buckeyes. But I mean, there's so much just turmoil going on right now in our locker room and our front office. I mean, there's even the rumor that our GM is, is done. So, you know, I mean, will Mike Tomlin even be there? We don't know. Uh, I mean, what could we offer Aaron Rodgers? I do know that we're going to have one of the higher cap spaces because there's still the question on if we're going to bring back TikTok juju. Juju uh oops i got the dropsies uh johnson um eric e drops i mean there's there's so many people that we that are going to be free agents on this team this year that you know i mean we're going to have a ton of money plus without ben coming back that's 19 million we just freed up all right so I mean, we have the cap space to pay a uh, Rodgers, a Watson, a Wilson, you know, any of these free agent quarterbacks that are coming. But there's also the USFL that's going to be starting up next year, and they're going to need quarterbacks. The XFL is coming back in 2023. They're going to need quarterbacks. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, the quarter, like you guys were saying, the quarterback pool is Mm -hmm. just about empty at this point. So, I mean, everybody needs quarterbacks.
2: Well, the USFL is kicking off the week, the week or two weeks after the Super Bowl
3: this year. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Well,
0: again, and then there's a new alliance that's starting down here in the Florida area. Oh, I see Dave almost there. I see now the the chair. So hopefully he oh, can tight, join man. us here. Yeah, <laughs> he's getting there. There he is. I can now I can see Dave and someone else there in the background. Is that Tim Buck too? Maybe. It might be Tim So Yeah, he was at Studio One. Oh, Okay, so it might be Tim So Let me bring in Dynamite Dave. What's hmm. up,
6: what's up, what's up, guys? Hey. hey. It's
1: about oh, 40 my. minutes. Where
7: the heck you been, man? Hey, listen, if Angel, <laughs> if Angel would send me the right link to the show. I you know, did. Well, okay, well, I got to blame Angel. I, I was listening in and I was hearing Glee talk about the Steelers free agents and talking about Eric E. Drops and, and Joe Hayden and, you know, a bunch of other free agents that we have coming up. <clears throat> um, listen, by now we all know that the Steeler, the sexy quarterback uh, chair that everybody wants is, is Aaron Rodgers, but I think that's few and far-fetched that we're not going to get him. I'm hearing more and more we're not going to get him. Um, Mike Tomlin had his press conference the other day, his uh, outro press conference or – Yeah, his press conference, and he was saying that Mason Rudolph and Dwayne Haskins will battle for the starting job next year, but he is not going to leave out signing a veteran quarterback or drafting a quarterback, and whoever has the best training camp and he feels is the better quarterback for the team will be the starter moving forward in 2022. So with that being said, we can get anybody. I mean, so it could be Mason, it could be Haskins, it could be – I would like, here's my five. I said it before and I'll say it again. Aaron Rodgers, 1A, Wilson, Watson, Kirk Cousins, Mitch Trubisky, Derek Carr. I'm hearing, too, that the Steelers are, uh, th- that the Raiders want uh, Mike Tomlin.
2: They can uh, have
6: him.
7: I'm hearing that the Raiders are trying to give some draft picks to the Steelers. For Tomlin, I'm okay with that. But send us Derek Carr. If that's what you're going to do, give us Derek Carr, name Hines Ward, the uh, head coach, and go forward from there. But uh, the Steelers, uh, I don't know what they're going to do. I don't want to see Mason Rudolph as the starting quarterback for this team. If that's the case, then we need to go throw Mitch Trubisky about $14, 15000000 million, sign him for a three-year deal or four, two-year deal and approve a deal because I think Mitch fits this offense and – and the AFC North really well. But I mean, I don't know, man. I I don't know what Pittsburgh is going to do. I
6: I don't. I mean, we were, we were talking about it on the way down to Pittsburgh and even after the game for uh, Ben's final home game, you know, uh, Canada runs a more RPO style offense. You know, Trubisky is a more RPO style quarterback, you know? So, I mean, it would, it wouldn't, you know, Trubisky would be a great, fit but I mean if you can get a Derek Carr or a Russell Wilson or any of these other guys you got to pull the trigger on it mm. I mean because it, it, it's definitely somebody that might be able to get Mason over whatever this hump is that he's been on for the past few years as well I mean and you you're gonna want somebody that has that veteran presence to Work with a Kenny Pickett or, you know, a Ritter if we were to draft one of those guys as well. So, I mean, it only makes sense for that.
7: Yeah. I mean, um, and, and I agree with that totally, Lee. And we have had multiple discussions on, you know, Steel City Renegades with Angel, with Chipper, with you, with right. uh, with everybody else out there, man. We don't know, man. Like, right. Colbert, Colbert is not coming back after the draft. That's, that's, he's going to be there for the draft. If I am the Rooney family, I am not letting. Kevin Colbert, draft draft my future quarterback. All the, all the mock drafts I see, we're not drafting any quarterbacks. We're going offensive line, defense, no, <laughs> defense. And they said that, you know, we might sign a quarterback in free agency. And the name I keep hearing is either Kirk Cousins, Jimmy Garoppolo, or Derek, or not Derek Carr, but Trubisky. Them are my top three Ooh. names I keep hearing.
0: Right. All. Oh. Hang on, hang on to all those thoughts here because I know the guys again they have limited time with us tonight. So I want to make sure that I, I get them in before I are taking off here. But Wayne, before you leave, there was a video that Wayne sent me and he sent it to me exclusively. He said he got it exactly from Aaron Rodgers. So I want to play this because Scott and Wayne had actually recorded this and I want to make sure to play it so that all the fans can see it.
1: The journey is important. Sure, the destination is obvious, but the road to get there, that's what makes this game special. It's the opportunity to show everyone, including yourself, just how far we've come. All the work, the dedication, the hardships and triumphs we've proven that to get where we want to go, we don't have to go far at all. Three, four, three, one, two, On this year's journey, we've welcomed back old friends, broken ones, crowned unsung heroes, and delivered in the moment
4: needed.
1: All that this incredible journey has led us to the second season, the playoffs. Here in Green Bay, this is when the stakes go up and the temperature drops. And that chill in the air, it stays with you, just as the memories do your entire team. down the middle, let's go, he gone, he is gone, touchdown! We are proud of what this franchise has accomplished, but this team is not done. The wait is over This year's journey is ready for its storybook ending. It's time to make some new memories. It's time for the playoffs. The Packers with a dagger! So there you go, Wayne
0: Man, job. tremendous! Wow. I
4: I am so hyped up. That brought a tear to my eye. I I still can't believe he sent that to my uh, Twitter DMs. It was <laughs> it was all produced. I I sold it to the Packers. It's all good. But I before I have to head out. I want to say, go pack, go! But also, wouldn't it be amazing if Mitch Trubisky did end up with the Steelers and excelled there, just to help rub it in the Bears' face even further? That
5: hey, maybe he wasn't the problem. Good point. It's pretty pretty clear he wasn't the problem. I think Mitch Trubisky (laughs) is seriously an underrated quarterback. I think uh, um, he he had a lot of trouble that that was not him, and he he needs to go somewhere good.
7: So before you guys leave, speaking of Mitch, I know his father. I know somebody that knows his father. I know his father through a friend. If Mitch goes to Pittsburgh, I'm going to have him on Steel City Renegades. Nice. nice,
4: very nice.
7: Congratulations nice. in advance, because it's going to happen. Well, I, I sure hope so. I mean, the more and more I look at it, I, I mean, Mitch, Mitch can play. Mitch can play. He's six mm-hmm. four. I was watching some highlights of him, and I think that that's what they got to. Also, I've heard of Marcus Mariota linked to Pittsburgh as well. So,
1: mm-hmm.
7: if, if I want Mitch because he's a local boy, he's from the state of Ohio he's about 20 minutes from where we're at in Cleveland, Ohio. And yes, we do not like that team that plays in First Energy. We we cannot stand them, guys. So mm-hmm. so I want him to Ooh. Pittsburgh and I want him to destroy them, guys, the two games that they passed on him.
0: Well, listen, Wayne, Scott, thank you, gentlemen, for joining us tonight. We do appreciate it. Again, go, pack go, which I always say I can't say too loud because my producer, who's a Bears fan, is always in the <laughs> other room. So I'm pretty sure she's hearing it in the Studio B. But, and yeah, quietly, uh, go, pack go. But, hey, listen, guys, thank you. Let's uh, hope that Green Bay does pass the division round, get back to the NFC Championship game, because I think it's the obviously – the goal since last year, missing out on it, and I believe that's where they want to be to represent once again in Super Bowl, whether being in California and/or Texas. Because at this point, who knows exactly where it's going to be? But listen, guys, thank you once again. Let everybody know before you sign off where they can find your great content.
4: Well, you can find us at packersfanpodcast.com as well as on Twitter at PackersFanPod, and we would love it if you checked out the show, even if you're a 49ers fan you know check out the show we preview the game this week and we're looking for and there's plenty of room on the bandwagon right scott
5: absolutely did you see wayne like shiver as he said that a little bit he felt so uncomfortable saying that so yeah we'd love it if you Uh, checked out our show uh we've been doing this is my second year doing packers fan podcast uh with wayne he was gracious enough to allow me the chair and uh, i've had a blast third Third year i can't count i only teach i only teach elementary math i can't do it myself <laughs> um so yeah, this is my third season uh doing the Packers fan podcast with Wayne, and I'm honored to do so. And uh just a shout out, also, I have another podcast called The Gaming Outsider, where we talk nice. about video games every single week. I'd love for you guys to check that out at thegamingoutsider.com. We put a lot of love into that show as well. Thank you, gosh.
7: Can you give me the link to that again? Because I just looked it up on Twitter and it's not coming up. Packers uh, Oh, on I'm Twitter, on...
4: Packers Fan Pod Packers Fan and... Podcast. Or just Packers Fam Pod. Twitter didn't give us enough room, yeah, for the whole word. So now people think one. we're British. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, listen, guys, once again, thank you so much, Wayne. Uh, we've known you thank now you. for a couple of years, so I thank you for taking I the did. time. I know it's kind of tough to work out the schedule, but thank you once again, you guys, for coming on tonight.
5: Thank Appreciate you. Appreciate it. Good thank luck. to for having us again. Jeff. It was nice You're to meet you, welcome. Jen, Dave, and Lee. Nice to meet you. Thank you. Thank you. Have nice a good to weekend, meet guys. you
6: guys.
0: All right. Have a great night, you guys. All right. So now, getting back to and Nick says as someone who lives close to UNC, Mitch mm. isn't quarterback number 1 there. And Sean says, "What's up guys? I hope it Hurts follows what, I hope what I hope Hurts follows what Josh Allen did with Jordan Palmer and works on his mechanics for him to be a better quarterback. Do you guys agree?" Yeah, Sean. Well, as I stated I think very few of us were in defense of Jalen Hurts being able to be the starting quarterback for Philadelphia Eagles made it his rookie season. And now as Nick and both uh, Howie stated that they, they're giving him the option of doing it again in 2022. Now at this point, are you saving a boatload of money? Of course, because he's under his rookie contract. So therefore it will make a lot of sense to leave Jalen Hurts, Right where he is, you have to establish him with a better quarterback coach. That's number one, right out the gate, is what you have to do. Number two, if we're talking about on the defensive side, Jonathan Gannon, it's not the DC for the Philadelphia Eagles. And Fuji might agree with me here, and same way with Jen, because Jen, as what we saw that product last week, not the best product that we've seen from the Eagles all season run. And you talk about Jonathan Gannon all week long. You talked about, nope, you know what? I changed things up. I know exactly what I'm going to do. It's going to be much better turnaround, And it was worse than the first. So I would love to get your tech as far as when it comes to Jonathan Gannon
3: man, where do I begin with good old Jonathan Gannon? If I'm not talking about him here, I'm talking about him on another podcast as well. And it feels like, like I said before, it feels like a broken record with Jonathan Gannon. It's every week, you know, they're doing their homework, they're checking the tape, and they're getting better. And that might be true for, you know, some of the easier matchups the Eagles had this season. But when it comes down to some of the harder games that they've had to face, they fell short, and it obviously very much showed with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And another thing I wanted to point out, too, was on the offense, and like this is another thing that I, I say like all the time, we have the weapons, why not use them? I don't know why Devontae Smith was blocking somebody when he should have been route running and making those completions, which we all know that he's very capable of doing. So there was a lot of mistakes in that game. Which leaves the Eagles' future very, very murky. I mean, I'm I'm very happy that Jalen Hurts is going to be the starter in 2022, but if, there's a lot of holes that need to be filled, and it kind of almost starts with Jalen. Uh, not Jalen. It starts with Jonathan Gannon leaving, leaving uh, the link and going somewhere else.
0: It's true, foods You look like you're ready to explode. So let it out, food <laughs> I
3: I think Jalen
2: Hurts is the real deal. It's just I his arm. I don't know. Can he throw the deep ball? Another thing is, just he needs. I'm not sold on this on these receivers. Quez Watkins could be a three or four best. Rager shouldn't even be on the field. I mean, for Nick Siriani to come out and say Jay Jaw was an enforcer, maybe blocking special teams. He should be gone like I want to say this I mean that press conference yesterday To me it was a joke because They Right now Jalen Hurts Is the anointed starter For 2022 But The Eagles always say one thing And do another just like How he had a poster of Wentz in his, in his office Oh Wentz is my guy Fell out of love with him. The Eagles always say one thing and do another. That's why I don't buy into that horse crap yesterday because it was a bunch of BS. And, hey, I think he always got his finger on the trigger, whether it's Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson, three number one picks. Hey, you want to throw Fletcher Cox in there, you know, nine or ten picks. Now he's etching to do something. The rumor Jeff Lurie loves Jalen Hurts. You love him now, but come draft day, free agency, March 16th, don't be shocked.
0: Don't be, but Sean's... Sean Chimzy says, I'm hoping the Eagles will look into Seth Joyner's defensive coordinator if Gannon were to leave. Ray Dittinger has expected as well as he would bring some fire to this defense. And uh, that yeah. would be a good one. But I don't know if you're going to take away him from the broadcast booth. I think he yeah. likes his gig. I think he likes his offseason. That I man is consistently busy, but it would be good. I don't know. What do you think, Fooch? Let,
2: right. let me say this. The Eagles will not bring in somebody that, will not be, that won't deal with any BS. People always say, Seth Joyner, Brian Dawkins. Like, Dawkins wanted to be a GM. Why do you think he resigned three, four years ago in the front office? Because he knew he didn't have a shot at it. I mean, these guys know talent, but, you know, everybody always thinks the high-profile players are the solution, and they're really not. I mean, I'm not saying they wouldn't be, but – Brian Dawkins never wanted the coach. Seth Joyner, he wouldn't put up two seconds with Howie's nonsense. I mean, they're not yes men. So Seth Seth Joyner would light a fire in that front He should be in a front office. Dawkins should be in a front office. Like everybody always says this, these analogies, which I'm not saying they are wrong, but you know, it's like Lori and Howie want yes men. And that's why Doug basically, I believe he got fired on purpose last year because he didn't want to deal with the aggravation anymore. I mean, people can be different with me, whatever, but I believe that's what it was.
7: I think I think I, I heard a name that was linked to your guys' defensive coordinator's position if you guys go on a different route with that. I heard Ken Norton, Jr.
0: Yeah, I don't
2: think yeah. he would be bad you and i talked about that yesterday
0: yeah and I, I don't me per, there's certain people that could play the position and there's certain people that can't coach the position now i'm not 100 percent sold on ken Norton jr i'm sorry and he may have done good things for seattle i just don't think he's the right fit here in philly because i think we get more of the same what we get out of jonathan gannon you know again He might, if Ken Norton wanted to do it, I think he'd do like most guys do at the NFL, where they start back at the high school level, make their way through college, and eventually get up there to the NFL if they can get up to that talented level. I don't see Ken Norton coming here and making this an explosive defense or anything else. And I think if he would have in Seattle, Seattle wouldn't have let him go for obvious reasons. But I don't see that happening. I mean, that's just me personally. And because again, he wouldn't be a yes man. And that's what he found in Nick Sirianni. I think that wouldn't happen either. But I want to get to, if I switch roles here from host to co-host with Steel City Renegades here with Dave Dynamite Dave and Lee MF and Money here when the guys were on there on Sunday nights and uh, now I'm missing the show because obviously the Steelers season is over just like the Eagles season, but we'll pick it back up again come next next year. And by the way, we got some things in the works, so I don't want to kind of reveal them yet uh, with Redline Radio. But the game last week, and
7: <laughs> listen, I, know he,
0: I know we talked about it during the pep rally last week when you guys were on with me, and I thank you guys for for coming on. That was a great, successful event out there last hey, weekend hey, hey, at Tammy Um, But I did not expect it, just like I didn't expect for the Eagles to get shellacked the way they did, but oh my God, if that's the way you were going to go out, that was the worst way you guys could have gone out.
7: Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely, and me and Lee talked about this off the air, man. We t- we said to each other, and we said to Chipper, you got to score ten points in the first quarter to mm-hmm. even be in this game, man. And they did not do that, you know, Ben. I-, I don't get when you're down thirty-five to ten, and you know it's Ben's last game, and I keep hating to preach this. You got to get a spark somehow, some way, okay? You have to get that spark. You need to find ways to get either the offensive flowing better or you need to look and say, hey, Ben, I'm playing for the season. I, we need a spark. Mason can throw the ball down the field. We want to give him a look. We want to see what he's got, especially in a pressure, uh, it, pressure game because we got our asses once again handed to us. We knew that was going to happen. I didn't expect us to win. Lee didn't expect us to win. Chipper didn't. Nobody expected us to win, except for the people in the Pittsburgh Steelers chat who called us out for saying, we're not true fans because we're picking against our team. Well, you know what? If you guys didn't pick against this team since they tied with the Lions, then there's something wrong with you. This offense has not been the same since middle of last – or I'm sorry, since we were 11-0. When Washington beat us, that that offense has not been the same. Has not been the same. And you go 17 games this year, four games last year. That's 21 games or 22 games plus the two playoff games. 24 games spanned where your offense is not good. And I know it's a new offensive coordinator, but it looked the same. Is it Matt Canada's problem? We don't know that. Ben is part of the problem. Ben is 45% of the problem, I would say. Najee Harris, he rushed for a 1,000 yards. Also, you got to hold on to the football. When the ball's on to you, Deontay Johnson. They t- they jinxed him a couple of weeks ago. You have to Oopsie hold on. Johnson. We, you have to hold on to the football. When Ben's throwing five or six out, out routes, you have to hold on to the football and allow your offense to flow. You can't just... Not catch the ball, especially if it's in your hands. If it's in your hands, catch the ball. Lee, what do you think about it?
6: Yeah, I mean, I talked about it a little bit before you came on, too, Dave. But I mean, th- th- that game was just an utter embarrassment. It made everything that, you know, we've been hearing in this Steelers chat just sound exactly like background noise. You know, I mean, even when we were on the air Sunday night doing our, uh, playoff preview we were being called grumpy old men who make people's ears bleed while we were live and it's just like yeah i mean well, them guys angel, for tuning into the show exactly you know but <laughs> but angel fuji jen i mean do you guys deal with this down south man like is this what it's like down in philly do you do you guys get all this bs from fans for for calling out the eagles when they suck
2: Nah, because i'll be real i mean i'm die hard to the fullest, but I'll say when I'll go against the green, I mean if they suck they suck, I mean last last week they did suck, they didn't even come to play, I mean you know, it's just Brady took them to school and that's what it was, I mean, love or hate Brady give me all the grief, I really don't care I'll tell it like it is, they stuck up the joint, to me yeah. it's like Seth Joyner said, they didn't even look like they showed up, did they, were, were they even in the game? I mean, Derek Barnett, the first series, a damn penalty hitting Brady. 15 yard flag. Jalen Rieger dropping a damn punt. Like, this team just, I don't know. I think they just were reading the press clip and saying, oh, yeah, I thought they had a shot. A lot of people did. But Brady and Tampa and Bruce Arians, you know, gave them their asses, handed their asses on a silver platter. They thought,
1: well, Bruce Aaron,
2: I'm uh, not a. I'll I'm be a. I'm not a homer. I'll tell it like it is. If the team sucks, they suck, and they flat out then even then even show a pulse. They were hey, dead.
7: Hey Fuji, I'm glad you got that enthusiasm because I got the same same way that I feel for my team, man, and for yeah. our our fans. Not to see that we play shitty football for 24 straight games is appalling. If we as fans can see that. How can the coaching staff not see that and still get oh, with it?
2: How can the coaching staff not you, see that? You really want me to go off? I mean, you got a <laughs> you got a guy in the front office that has pictures on the damn owner that that's a cap guy. What? All right, he takes his he would. He can't draft receivers and he can't he can't draft D backs. He's made some nice hits, but I don't know how the guy has a job. Yeah, he brought a Super Bowl. That's five years ago. Five years in, in the rearview mirror. What do you done for us now? You better bring you better bring the heat with the draft this year. Either go out and get a stud quarterback or draft three defensive studs or do something to bring in some free agents to win the damn Super Bowl now because we're hungry. We're not patient. We don't give a rat's ass and we're going to tell it like it is.
6: Hey, so hell it to me. Man
2: fires yeah. The man yeah.
3: uh-huh. I hell want yes. the guy's
2: job, honestly. I would Dave, love to get. Give me ten minutes to debate this. This bomb,
6: Dave. Have we not been saying the "What have you done for us lately?" thing when it comes to to our GM, our head coach, our absolutely, offensive coordinator? Absolutely, because I am
7: so sick and tired of people nice. sticking up for Mike Tomlin about well, he's never had a losing season. What has he done in the playoffs? He's three and eleven. His last. 12 or 14 playoff games. He hasn't won a playoff game since 2017. And you've been into the playoffs now once, not twice, not three times, but four times. And you let Tim Tebow run a slant on you. Demarius Thomas rested his soul. He is still running for Mike Taylor. Still
0: running.
2: (laughs) I'll say this. And you guys could, I don't want to rip your team, but you guys went 12 and four last year. You guys didn't even look like a playoff team.
7: Absolutely. They we absolutely look like and
2: crap. Just like the Eagles going whatever the four and twelve, whatever. Four and twelve. No, But <laughs> yeah. no, no, no. last year, the Steelers were the most fraudulent team in the playoffs coming down yep. the stretch.
7: And they were even I said it. it. Yeah, they were the most fraudulent team in the playoffs this year, too. I am a Justin Herbert fan. I would have much rather seen Justin Herbert in the playoffs instead of Big Ben.
2: Right, but the Chargers, you know, they crapped the Ben.
7: Well, the coach should get fired for that.
3: (laughs) Yeah, that's true.
0: That is true, but listen, and, and, and I know this year, because i I'd obviously be known with you guys over at Steel City Renegades, it, it was surprising to me how the fans didn't want to talk about, as far as Mike Tomlin, bringing him down or anything else. Like that, it, it makes no sense. In Philly, it's told whole different story. The Eagles fans know, and Jen can attest to this, if you are doing horrific in that first half, and they will give you the business. Whether you're oh, at the link, yeah. they did it down here at Ray J. Just because the fans yeah. travel doesn't mean that they're going to stick to whatever the it's local just... fan base is doing. You get the same nonsense you get in Philly as you do down here in Tampa Bay. So, mm. for the Eagles not to pull through the way they did last week, yeah, you're going to hear it. The difference yeah. is the fans will talk about it on radio. They'll talk about on pod- podcast like here, made the comments. I mean, you'll hear it all over the place, and it's because when you're a passionate fan base and you're talking about two cities. And the same states are blue-collar workers, not white-collar workers, hard-nosed, blue-collar workers, and they understand, they get the game, and they're not stupid by any means. And I wish I could remember which announcer had stated that if you go to Philly or if you go to Pittsburgh, they are not stupid fans. They're very passionate. They know exactly oh, what yeah. they want, and there's a reason why they say it. So, yeah, for, for both teams, the way they finish up last week, the Eagles were another embarrassment. And Debbie has a picture I fall asleep right by the bar because it was just that bad. And, and there was nothing else to could said. There were fans that were passionate, they were screaming and everything else. But it was just, it was a dullard game. There was nothing to be celebratory about whatsoever. And if, even if they would have passed it, as I said to Trey Thomas, and I think that's why Trey didn't really get into it too much. But if they were going to the, the divisional round, there's no way they would have beat, whether it be in Tampa Bay or Green Bay, it wouldn't matter because it wouldn't happen.
1: Yeah. I'll, Not at all.
7: Yeah, I, I mean, and for them guys to sit there and say that they are happy for us to make the playoffs. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me that you're happy that you've seen your team get beat? Not once. Well, not beat. asses handed to us. Not one year in a row, but two years in a row. And you guys as Steelers fans who say you bleed black and gold and PSL for life, you guys want are happy with that product? Come on, man. No. There's no way that you're happy with that product. I'm not happy with that product. Me and Lee went to the game, and Chipper, the Steel City Renegades, were live there in Pittsburgh, man, and we had a blast. Ben's last game, it was fun for all of us. But we're looking around, and these guys are like, yeah, we can go to the playoffs. Why? Why would you want to go to the playoffs? Why? Stay your asses at home, watch the playoffs, get another week jump on what you're going to do, because we didn't deserve to be there, just like Fuji said, we were twelve and four last year—the most fraudulent eleven and zero football team ever to be eleven and zero. And for the fans to sit there and say that they want you to go to the playoffs hey, is appalling.
2: Well, last year, the Steelers just didn't seem hungry, like coming down the no. stretch. That's- they just—they just, they just no. like, why we're here, but.
6: You, you know, did the, the record
2: go to their head? I don't know.
6: Like, well, I mean, you could make the excuse that we lost our bye week because of of uh right, and then you know the the four weeks it felt like four weeks off that we had waiting for the Ravens and and right. you know their one player to come back from COVID. I mean a Tuesday night at three o'clock game. I mean, come on, who plays football on Tuesdays? We but did. I mean, exactly. <laughs> you know i mean I, I, you, you can make those excuses for last season but even before the titans game and even and even after the titans game i mean there were games that we were barely winning i mean we barely beat the cowboys with their 950th string quarterback out there That
7: squad quarterback by the way
6: yeah, exactly yeah. 950th oh. string you yep. know i mean, <laughs> I mean it, it, it was it was an embarrassment but fuji angel we got business to discuss, man, because the Steelers are playing the Eagles next season That's here.
2: That's right,
6: in Philly,
2: in the I'm regular season. Up. Yes, I, I am. am coming down. I'm a season ticket holder.
7: All right, Fuji, hey. you got to find us some tickets by you.
2: Where you want to
7: sit <laughs> at the top of the 700 level mentality, or in the lower bowl? Hey, listen, I want to sit. I want to sit right next to Fuji. That's where I want to sit.
6: Yeah, you know, I mean, I mean, we had we had Browns oh, yeah. fans sit next to us when we went to so, to see the the Steelers Browns play. You know, for Ben's last game and everything. But I mean, everybody had a great time. You know, I mean, we we're surrounded by brown and orange, and I'm just like, where did mm. these people come from? But
2: well, hate to say, but. Wearing an opposing jersey, it is sad. Well, now, hold people on, people. Just
0: now, one first of all, well, we won't know the times yet, but obviously, it, it yeah. should be a Sunday game. How late in the season does anyone know I, yet?
7: I would say, I would say it'd probably be in the first four weeks.
6: Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah. Last time Steelers played here was twenty sixteen last year. Well, oh, yeah, I'm going back. Carson Wentz's rookie year. Oh. Like third or fourth week of September.
7: Yeah, it'll probably be like the third. or It'll be the first four four weeks probably.
2: Well, the schedule will be out in April.
0: All right. Well, I will make the trip up there, and we'll see. If we can get some equipment up that way. That way, we can do a game, a broadcast oh. the day before, somewhere, in either one of the Philly bars or somewhere else, or even if not, right there from the uh, from the man cave at the oh. uh, Fuji establishment. As long possibly. as we're getting Philly,
7: as long as we're getting Philly cheesesteaks, I'm in. Ding or possibly my, with I Philly my sports. Board.
2: <laughs> Angel, what's that? Or possibly with Philly sports trips.
0: Or with Philly oh. That's true. That is absolutely true. So it it could it could end up being the it could end up being the. Uh, the case. So we'll see. I don't know. We'll, we'll see exactly what ends up happening, but that, that'd be a fun trip to go to. Cause uh, there's, well, I got plenty of trips coming up here. Uh, one in April. There's another one. Good Lord up in the new studio. So uh, there's a lot of stuff going on. I've got, Once I get to Ohio, all I say, it's going to be a party up there. all I'm going to say,
6: man, hey. we got the fireball waiting for you at studio too, man. I do. I do. We got we the piston power show waiting for you too, as well.
7: I yep. mean, that's uh, the first through the third. So Fuji, you're more than welcome to come down with angel. If you want Uh angel, pick I him do. up on your way. Come on down to, uh, Brushery South, live from there, and also, man, we'll, we'll, I'll take you if you guys like corned beef, you, Angel. You like yeah.
0: corned beef, yes, sir.
7: So I'll take you to the best corned beef spot in the in the uh, in the state of Ohio. Oh, nice. Is that Lee's right Kitchen in
2: Cleveland or outside Cleveland?
7: Right in Cleveland and in Rocky River. So there's a place called oh. Joe's Deli right uh, down the road from the station, and then there's a Slimans, Their family, oh, uh, bro- nice. brother, brother-in-law, and sister, brother-in-law and sister-in-law. Run the business now. Mom and Dad are not no longer with them, but uh it's it, it's good. It's good.
0: Mm. Don't maybe it was going to come from Lee's kitchen. I was waiting for that one. He said, he yeah, to fire the grill Something else. <laughs> we had to do it hey, from I kitchen.
6: got about a five. I got about a five-pound corned beef sitting in my freezer that I'm trying to find something to do with. So maybe maybe, well, I'll maybe
7: cook it ahead. and bring it to the, cook it and bring it to work tomorrow. We need it for for
6: lunch. Are you kidding me? What's I
2: just save it for right? save it for the playoffs this
6: weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you guys
2: not the rubber in. I mean we're we're sitting on the same couch, so what the hell? Yeah, is exactly, you exactly. Not, can't beat us, might as well join you.
6: Exactly. But, uh, we would also like to extend the invitation to all three of you uh, to join the Steel City Renegades on draft night because we're going to be doing a draft day special. You know, we obviously Gosh. need some Eagles correspondence. Uh And then we're mm. also doing, I think, uh, Dave, you said we're going to do a Super Bowl special, too.
7: We are going to do a Super Bowl special. So the invite is open to all three of you guys to join us for the uh, Super Bowl as well. Thank
6: Appreciate you. Appreciate that
0: we're we're doing the same so it might be there should be almost a simulcast if that's the case because we're doing the same thing for Super Bowl there on uh, really? on Sunday. But Joey um, says that uh, corn beef in the freezer, Fuji will be over in fifteen minutes.
6: <laughs> <laughs> hey man, it's about an eight hour drive from from Philly to Cleveland, man. So I mean if you uh, leave now, by the time you get here, it will it should be done. I drove out the
2: twenty eighteen to see Brian Dawkins going oh fan.
0: All I can say, it's going to be, come next year, it's going to be interesting for a lot of teams. Obviously, the Steelers being one of them, because I I don't, and I know, Dave, he's your best friend, Mason Rudolph. I know you absolutely love him as much as as Fuji loves (laughs) Harry Roseman. I know it. I get it. We understand it. But I just don't, I mean, him and Dwayne Haskins, no offense, both of them should be battling anything. Both of them should be gone, truthfully. If you're going to rebuild in Pittsburgh, you might as well do it through the draft next year and get yourself at least a veteran quarterback from somewhere if you can, yeah. even if it's at least for a year, because it makes no sense. You you have to me and, and Dwayne Haskins, maybe in his own right, could end up doing something, but he started with a Washington. small bit of controversy in Pittsburgh. Then he kept quiet throughout the entire season, but the off is coming. And if you guys haven't noticed, there's already been about three players in the NFL who've already been arrested one down here in Florida where he decided he wanted to go streaking Number one. <laughs> any <he> for <laughs> Cleveland. <laughs> yeah. Out of all places, yeah. There's been a Jacksonville Jaguars wow. been arrested down here. So, yeah, the off season hasn't even started yet officially, and there's guys already getting into hot water.
2: At least he was striking somewhere warm. It wasn't like in the dead of the cold weather. It
6: was in a – uh, daycare parking lot while buses yeah. were unloading wow. children, and yeah, then when geez. the cops show up, he beat up the cop. Yeah. So not only is he looking at indecent exposure, he's looking at resisting arrest and assault on an officer. Goodbye, you no longer play in the NFL. And listen, thank God it happened to a Cleveland Brown. Listen, they're talking about. <laughs> I,
7: I was I was listening in on the other show, and I and I brought this up. They're talking about this could be caused from concussions.
6: Oh bullshit! Oh, hey, he has a history of drug abuse,
7: and he also has a and history,
6: has a history uh, of alcoholism.
7: Yeah, he's got a history of concussions too. So if he plays that card, that it was CTE, he may get another spot or shot back in the NFL.
6: But so then, what's what's Antonio Brown's excuse? Because this is now the fourth team he's screwed over. CTO. True. or CTE. Well, he
7: denied it. So yeah. saw something he where he's like,
2: it. he said he's fine, but. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I know. Yeah,
6: you're fine. That's why you just take all your clothes off and run out, run away from from a, a game.
3: Yeah, he and- did. Right, right.
7: Good Dave and Angel. One more thing. You talked about Dwayne Haskins. I was watching his interview that he was talking about that he has yet to speak to Tomlin. Well, he spoke to Tomlin, and this is what Tomlin said to him. He said that the competition for next year is open between him and him Mason, and they are looking to bring in another quarterback as well to have the competition between three quarterbacks and maybe a fourth if they draft a quarterback. He said they asked him what he learned this year from sitting on the sidelines watching Ben. He said that he watched how to be a NFL quarterback now and what it taught him to be the Steelers' way. He says that he went to practice every day. Yes, he had one bad hiccup this year. Um, He apologized for that, but he said that he is laser focused for 2022 and his mind is set on being a Steelers starting quarterback. So we'll see. Me and Lee wanted him to be the starter or the backup in preseason, and he showed some flashes. Can he still do that? Can he be – The starter, we don't know. Can he live up to the first-round status that he got picked by Ron Rivera? There's a reason why Pittsburgh kept him, and there's a reason why Pittsburgh is talking about bringing him back. A lot of people say that Mm -hmm. Tomlin has a good eye on him and that that's the quarterback of the future for Pittsburgh. That's what the talk is.
0: Do you know when it came down between the two quarterbacks, you know, comes to – as far as Dwayne Haskins and Jameis Winston, now I will say this much: Jameis Winston didn't do, didn't do well in Tampa Bay. In fear we don't when he would go over to New Orleans that he wouldn't be much better over there. But apparently, the change in scenery made him really well prior to get injured because Jameis Winston made up one heck of a turnaround for the New Orleans Saints, and it, and he started doing obviously much better than we did in Tampa Bay. And unfortunately the injury, and we'll see what's going to happen come next year. Some guys are able to come back 100%. Some guys until they get that first hit all over again, so they can figure out about it. And it ends up screwing with their psyche until that first initial hit, that contact gets them. They say, okay, I'm back in it. I'm, what I'm supposed to do. But if, if I had my choice between both quarterbacks, I would take James Winston over Dwayne Haskins. I just don't see Dwayne Haskins being a starter somewhere else. And who knows? Unless, Ron Rivera has a change of heart or something else. He wants to bring well, him back to DCU because DCU is going to need a quarterback, more than likely. To
2: inter- not to interrupt you guys, but Ron Rivera didn't draft Dwayne Haskins. Actually, Daniel Snyder, for some reason, liked it, liked the Dwayne Haskins and one of them before the year before Ron Rivera got hired.
1: Right.
0: But, I'm, but Ron Rivera will still have to have a change of heart is what I'm saying in order to right. bring him back, to change it with the organization. So I don't see that happening for, I mean, for any amount of reason. There's so many quarterbacks in positions that are going to be open. I mean, Carson Wentz already gave up. He decided oh. he wanted to be traded again. There should be, I mean, that should not be a wow. shock really to anybody. To
2: again. Well, he, could, he yeah. could be on the block. I mean, the Colts owner, the Colts GM didn't commit to bringing him back. Sure after, did. That, after that, choke. Let's just hope. Joke job and in Indy.
7: Let's just hope that uh, he's not on a Steelers list or the Steelers got him on their list. No.
2: Well, Dave, well, when, I... you Dave when you mention Kirk Cousins, he's in the last year of his contract. So that wouldn't shock me at all. I mean, especially yeah, but... Minnesota wanting to bring in a new GM and a new head coach. They may have just got the whole thing and start from scratch and rebuild. They,
7: they'll probably send Devin Bush in a second-round pick over there. I think that's worth, worth Kirk Cousins. Yeah.
0: yeah it could. I mean, it could be. But then again, so if so, if you're Minnesota, then are are you going with a quarterback in the draft? And there's not many this year. Everybody, you know, there's wow. there's not a plethora of QBs at all this, this year in the draft. And come next year, it's not much. I mean, you're looking at least two years when 20 – about 2025, before you get a boatload of QBs that will be back in there in the draft. Right now, this year, you're looking at defense, offensive line, a couple of good wide receivers and some running backs. It's filled with running backs this year. But as far as your QBs, unless you're going to first top 10, you are I mean, you're not even getting a hidden gem patch mahomes like and or Tom Brady-like in the later rounds because there really isn't much talent out there as far as quarterbacks. So if you're Minnesota then, Fuj, who do you – what do you do at this point? If you're going to rebuild, head coach, GM, gone, Who do you bring up there?
2: I, I have no idea, really. I mean, same with Chicago. Mariota.
0: Mariota? That could be. Could be, but I know Sean. I want to bring this comment back up here because I know he was asking you guys. He says, With the draft coming up, uh, Lee and Dave, I would love to see the Eagles draft Alec Pierce, six foot two, 219 pounds from Cincinnati. I see him like a Cooper Cup, a solid wide since you guys are from Ohio. Your thoughts?
7: Uh, I've seen the kid play. He does remind me of, of him, and he's got a little bit of Adam Thielen in him. Uh, I think that would be a good pick for you guys and keep an eye yeah. out on him. Oh. Yeah, I
6: don't know. I don't know much about him, um, but you know, I, I do think. Um, how would you describe Big Ben to your grandkids who were alive to see Ben play? Uh, you know, phenomenal talent. You know, on the field, obviously he had some off the field drama. You know, um, you know, and and there's there's you know, did he get charged? Did he not get charged? I mean, you know, we can debate on that. For decades to come it, to me, I looked at the on the field and that's the way I will always remember. Ben is giving me two Super Bowl championships in my lifetime, countless playoff appearances and 18 winning regular seasons. Here's that's how I, look. I remember.
7: Here's how I look at Big Ben. Whether people like to believe that or not, he paved the way for big quarterbacks like Josh Allen, these big, strong kids who got big arms who can move around. Um, Ben changed the game. He's a uh, first ballot Hall of Famer, and I don't care what anybody says. That's the truth. There's a lot of people in the Steelers uh, uh, chat that said that he's not. And if you don't, and if you think he's not, and you're a Steelers fan, please go get your head checked. That guy Mm -hmm. is a first ballot Hall of Famer. He's top five in touchdowns, top eight in passing yards uh he spent one or 18 years with one team Th- this guy changed the way that defensives looks or defensive uh teams play you he also changed how big quarterbacks come out he's 6'5 240 pounds his first 11 years in the league he was an elite quarterback a top five quarterback in the league. He just didn't earn that, or he just didn't get a contract because of that. He earned that money, and that's why at the latter part of his year, he had that big contract. He earned that contract.
2: I may Uh, take some heat asking this question, guys. I mean, the steel curtain was the steel curtain, probably the best. team To me, probably the best dynasty ever assembled in the NFL know bradshaw won four balls but was bradshaw that good or was it what he had around
7: him uh see that's a that's a good question if you, if i mean you, i know
2: it's been brought up you know brought to the table you know comparisons like you know they, some people said that bradshaw wasn't that smart but i i'm already going i why would i heard but yeah I you mean, know him and chuck knoll never seen eye to eye and I know there was, you know, stories about he never, he took a lot of heat for not going to Chuck Knowles' funeral, and I know they patched it up before he passed away, but.
6: I mean, he's in the Steelers Hall of Honor for winning four Super Bowls. You know, right. um, you know, he's in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. I mean, that that's the way I'll, I'll always look at it. You know, I mean, was he that smart? I mean, I don't know. I wasn't even alive for that era. So i, right. I it's hard for me to speak on it. Um, I mean, to me, you know, Bradshaw's an analyst now with Fox Sports. You know, he does every Fox game and everything like that. So, I mean, obviously people see something in him. He's a name that everybody knows. He's a name that a lot of people fear. Because of right. that era when the Steelers were the Steel Curtain, you know, and I know that that was a defensive thing, but you know, I mean, I, I respect what what Bradshaw did. I mean, like I said, I wasn't alive for it, but I mean, I respect everything no. that he did for the Steelers' history. You know,
2: well, just 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 what he had: Stallworth, Lynn, Swan, Franco yeah. Harris, Rocky Blyer, just just the name, you know, some yeah. of those guys on that offense.
7: Yeah, and he was at Louisiana Tech, and he was backing up. Phil Robertson. And if you guys were that name's familiar because Phil Robertson got a contract offer from the new Orleans saints and said, no, I'm going to play football or I'm going to duck hunt where I can make more money. I'm not beating my brains in over here, but anyway with Bradshaw, it shows you how him and Chuck Knoll didn't get along because they had him, Terry Hanratty, Gilliam, and they had Mark Malone in Bradshaw's years there. And every year going in, even after the Super Bowl seasons, there's a question by your head coach: Is this guy the right guy? They pull him, they pull him, they'd go to hand ready. Hand ready wouldn't play good, they'd go back to Bratshaw. Bratshaw would have a couple games that were bad, they'd go back to hand ready. Then they brought in uh, Gilliam. They they do the same thing. Was Bratshaw a great quarterback? No. Was he a decent quarterback? Yes, who had Hall of Fame weapons around him, who the weapons that were around him, Franco, Lin Swan, Stallworth, got him put in a Hall of Fame because of their stats and the way the Steelers had the dynasty in the 70s. I believe that, and I will take that to my grave, that Bradshaw is not even the best quarterback, and he admitted it in Steelers franchise history. It's Big Ben followed by Bradshaw, but I will take I will take the four Super Bowls that Bradshaw gave us. Thank you. He was number one, the first one ever to do it. So kudos to Bradshaw.
0: But before we uh, end up signing off here tonight, as uh, Joey B says, Franco Harrison, there's a name you barely hear anymore. And Rocky Blair was an honor to watch those guys. But Jen, I want to leave you here with the final question tonight. And I want you to think about the entire season when it came to the Eagles and the Eagles columnists for Philly Sports Talk? Am I sports, saying it right?
3: Sports Talk Philly. It's it's confusing.
0: There you go. But, so, but
3: yeah. Uh, one, of them, but I, one of them blocks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I want I, I want you to give us what you believe. If, if you had to grade the Eagles, what would be the grade that you would give the Eagles for the season this year?
3: Ooh. See, I love playing like Simon Cowell, like hard judge kind of thing. I'd give the Eagles probably closer to a C-minus if I'm being nice, if I'm being nice, Um, they, they started, the Eagles started out rough. Obviously we saw for the first eight or nine weeks that Eagles were a train wreck um, to say the least. Mm -hmm. They weren't running the ball. The defense was doing a lot of penalties. The offense was having a lot of penalties as well. We had some very, very sketchy play calling and then. then things started to kind of turn around a little bit near around that, like, Chargers game-ish. Maybe it was a game before or a game after. I can't remember. But it was around the time of the Chargers where the, the gear started going and things started clicking and things were going into play. Uh, the play calling ended up being a, a, a significantly better. Um, Jalen Hurts was developing more, as um, as, we, as we could say. Um, offense was getting better. Defense made – uh, may, like made some kind of um adjustments as needed, but ultimately, I would only give the Eagles, I'd probably only give the Eagles like an A or A plus or whatever if they made the Super Bowl. And obviously, that this year was not the year, but I will say that there is definitely a lot of room for improvement in the Eagles' future. Um, and maybe that grade will, will go up. I don't know. Maybe we'll see next year. I'm a, I guess I'm a very hard grader. It's, it's all right though, but um, I, I do see the Eagles season being a, a C minus regardless of the fact that
0: they made playoffs. Apparently Joey doesn't <laughs> agree with a couple of things. <laughs> I, yeah, I, <laughs> <So. laughs> I didn't see that, but I want to, I want to bring this back. Where did Joey start right there from Bradshaw? Even a minute, the Roethlisberger's the, uh, the beast, I guess he was saying quarterback with Bradshaw's teams are who won the Super Bowls or what won the Super Bowls. And then Rick, said in franco harris from cocos valley high school mountain holly new jersey native uh which is very true and then here come the comments of course when it came from <laughs> when it came from joey b uh so and joey b of course is a denver broncos fan and and Giant also fan. a Giants fan yeah but he likes it he lives out there in colorado so correct uh a giants fan but uh listen <laughs> and he says give him f joey i first of all from, I can't, number one, before I leave everybody go here tonight, Joey, while you're still on, I can't believe they gave Judge an additional three days. What in the world would you guys think? Could you not see what the Giants fans were doing out there in the field? <laughs> Yelling and screaming to cameras, and you mean to tell me you had to take three days to think about it? Come on, man. That's the most ridiculous thing ever. But I'm also happy that obviously once again, and I was hoping that if there were, if I just I just live here in Colorado. Yeah, I forgot Joey. That was my my apologies here. As far as when it comes to the Giants in Denver, but my thing is, it, you so you took three days to let this this guy go for the most part. Who knows who's going to end up in New York? Obviously, Dougie P seems to be the front runner for uh, for the Giants. Those of us in the NFC East do want, do not want to see that. I hope it doesn't happen. I think if there was a destination for him, I think Chicago would be better off. Maybe Jacksonville will be better off now that surprisingly Miami Over. has an open position, which I don't understand that with Brian Flores. That completely. Oh, yeah, that made absolutely no sense. And so hmm. there, there's just going to be. Uh, <laughs> Joey. <That would> <laughs> <speed alert. laughs> hey,
6: we had somebody <laughs> here in Cleveland riding a snowmobile down Euclid Avenue to try to get to work on Monday during hey. Snowmageddon. So,
0: yeah, I saw that. And there's supposed to be more snow coming up maybe next week, they were talking about.
6: But there better not be.
0: Well, yeah, oh, there's a lot. Remember, supposed to have
6: snow here in Philly
2: Saturday.
0: Give me no, Joey. You're not going to get Doug. I, I, I know Joe. insiders. I know people. I'm not bringing Doug to the MC Street. You're not getting them, right? just Joey, not. B.
2: Why couldn't you talk to Maris and the Keaton Joe Judge? Could have yeah. beat up on. Could have beaten up <laughs> on the Giants some more.
7: They're probably gonna, They're him. probably going to appoint Freddie Kitchens as as the uh, head coach. Oh there. god! As,
2: <laughs> as long as as long as Dallas keeps Mike McCarthy and. In that seat,
7: that's fine. Well, then again,
2: he, Jerry Jones, you choke every damn December, January, anyway. So it don't really matter.
7: That's
0: why I call them the choke boys.
2: I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> seasons what,
0: beatings. Well, so Dallas guess, knew they had to bow out early only because that Green Bay has been their daddy for many years, and so they decided to gracefully bow out beforehand. But for everyone, and, and it's funny because where I work at across the way, there's a warehouse there. And the gentleman who works here, who's a Dallas fan, oh. has not been to work since the loss. So, come go? nuts!
6: I don't know. M-I-A.
0: It could be. We maybe go at it throughout the, the, the whole entire season.
6: I got on him, man.
0: Yeah. Well, maybe I, I, in the weeds. It could be somewhere. I don't know. He could be like, uh, what was that movie Fuji we just talked about not so long ago with uh, with Ronnie Dangerfield? Why are you talking to the bushes? What was that? <laughs>
2: Easy
0: money. There you go. Uh, Rick says now that the Eagles are done, I can watch the Flyers keep losing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Rick. Yeah, you can watch them lose the street going. Yeah, that team's that was... not
2: even talked about in
0: this city. Joy is a dang. shame. Joy B comes back and says, "If Doug becomes coach of the Giants, I demand my own win on a pregame showings." And... <laughs> <Hey, we laughs> you know what? Before. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or we had it, we
2: invited you on. Sure and did. Can talk about me flipping out and
0: 15 you know what?
2: 15 minutes going out to Ohio for corned beef and everything.
0: I'm going to hold Joey to it though, because we've invited Joey on the show before. So I'm going to hold you to it, Joey. If he becomes, get ready, (laughs) sharpen up your skis there and whatever else you got to do. Because at that point, I'm going to hold you to it. But listen. Why the cross country, brother. (laughs) Exactly. Now, there's a lot of things coming up this year. Obviously, we start out the year with a pretty good bang there with the, uh, again, the pep rally last week. Again, thanks to Philly Sports Trips for putting that together. As far as bringing the fans down, the experience, Vince Rizzuto, that was a lot of fun. For Mike Goodwin, I know Robert Puyo was just, that poor guy, was crazy busy. And on Sunday, the calmest he looked is when he passed by the camera a couple of times, but by the end of the night, he was ready to pull his hairs out. So, thanks to Robert. Thanks to Mike Goodwin. Uh, Michelle, Manly over at uh, Philly to South for putting out as many promos as you possibly could. Uh, to Mike Klein just being a nuisance that he was, but it's okay. I still love the man, but good Lord was he a nuisance. And I hope you hear this, Mike, because you were a nuisance that weekend, but I, I love you, brother. I really do. Uh, but thanks to Philly to South uh, again for us here at Broad Street South because we were able to put all these uh, different pieces in, into place and with Fuji and Mark Farzetta for Trey Thomas coming out there and having the, the chance, along with meeting uh good lord I'm drawing a blank Devontae Smith's mom this is what happens when he, it's a long There's day mom, yeah no the mom well, they were the both
2: mom. in the building weren't they
0: yeah, the dad was there at Tampa Joe's. I didn't see him over the tailgate party, but I did see his mom. Cynthia, if I remember correctly, is the first name. Uh, but I did. I ran into her uh, before I met DJ Matt Dodge, who from was from Street Laced DJs, by the way. Thanks to Street Lace, uh, StreetLaced.com for also coming out there. So it was just, it was a lot of people. It was a lot of fun. Rick J... Uh, a couple other folks that I met out there, they said they absolutely like the show and they, they had fun with it, watching it. The only thing that I would like to see maybe come next year, we'll see is that I'll put it up on the screens on the, uh, on the inside as the show begins. But I know that people like to pre the tell you party. So we're trying to work a couple things on to make sure everything is good in the studio. But uh, other than that, thanks to everyone who came on tonight. Thanks to my brothers over there in Ohio for steel city renegades, Lee money, dynamite, Dave, uh, Tim Bucktube, I think. I, I, did I see him in the studio earlier?
7: He was in the studio earlier. He is gone. I am at studio one all by myself.
0: Oh, boy. Well, Lisa, you at, come Blake?
6: over. Oh. Uh, yeah, I I have a professional studio in my basement, so I call this oh, Spook gosh. Central.
0: Yeah. That's what if Fuji calls this place the same thing, too. Only when Howie comes down, he calls it Spook Central. That's the, <laughs> the only time he recalls calls you that. <laughs>
6: but, Who are you going to call Fuji? Because I'm protected. <laughs>
2: I don't know. <laughs> I'll, I'll come up with. Hopefully, it'll be like LG Studios or nah. something like along those lines.
6: Yeah, I'm a huge Ghostbusters fan, so I just call my studio Spook Central. So just
2: call it the the Fuji Studios. Nah, need, call it something. Need Eagles Nest or something. Something yeah. I like. Something creative. I don't know. No. We'll, we'll think of something. When what s- the hell is even
0: that? <laughs> <laughs> Eagles Nest? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Uh, <laughs> no. That's all right. Yeah,
2: no, nah, sort of it's probably copyrighted. Because Ron Jaworski's place in Jersey was called the Eagles Nest.
6: Yep, I do remember I that.
2: If that's still called that, I
6: don't know. know. Eagles Nest South.
0: Uh, Man, I know. Well, I'm pretty sure we come uh, up with something, uh, but... Rick says, "Stay warm." The waitress and waiters did a killer job Yes, they Did and again, thanks to PJ and all those guys that went out there. Uh, Z- L, right? Yes, L, the waitress, tall one. Yes, L. Thanks to uh, to L, and again, everybody at Tampa Joe's did an amazing job. And again, for everyone tonight, and I wish I could end it with Meek Mill, no, but I can't because unfortunately we are done for the season. But I'm going to save the it.
2: Dreams and nightmares.
0: Yeah, no, oh, as God, much though, even though Brady did troll us All week long, and decided to add it to his little Twitter handle, but it's okay. That's right. It happens. But anyway,s Which, thanks to yes. <laughs> I don't want to get that noise.
2: Yeah, listen, I was to say, I got, what about the Tom Brady jersey?
0: No, it's, it's the, no Tom Brady jersey. As I keep Biden. telling, yeah, is I keep telling you over and over again. There's no Tom Brady jersey, nor will I ever go to another parade, even if they decide to win it again. Because the only praise I've been done to down here with is Tampa Bay. o oh, and by the way, thank you, Major League Baseball, for not allowing the Rays to do a two-city to make them the X-Rays. They put the kibosh on that one, and so the Rays are staying down here at least the same yeah, Pete for now. Is. So,
7: Yeah, the owner's not too happy about that. I was just reading that article.
0: Yeah, but it's okay, though. That's right. Listen, what, it, the, the Rays, the reason why I don't want them to go anywhere because the Phillies come down here at least, you know, once a year, if not once every other year. So we'll, we'll see. Uh, TVC for Tony Ruto.:
6: He meant TB. TV. TV T
2: bigger.
0: Yeah, no, TV 12. Yeah. No, that is true. Yeah, for TV 12. That's true. But, anyways, listen, again, Dave, Lee, thank you for coming on. Jen, please let, before I let the boys know where everyone can find them, let everyone know where they can find you and your great content.
3: Yeah. So you can follow me on all social media. It's at Jennifer McRaw um, underscore. Again, that's all social media. Um, I'm the Eagles columnist for Sports Talk Philly. That's also there's a link to it on my Twitter. Um, and if you want to find out any more kind of content that I do for the Eagles, just look at yeah, look at those social media, look at Sports Talk Philly. And yeah, thank you again for having me on the show once again. Hopefully, we can get back to talking about the Eagles soon. But of course, you know, the, mm. they, had to, they had to go and they had to go and lose. They had to go and lose this weekend. But or you know.
0: It's hmm. okay, but we'll be talking about it. There's USL football coming up. There's the uh, true alliance. We get the football. old
2: old school Philadelphia Stars back.
0: I think so. It could I mean, happen,
2: which was the same team from 30 years ago.
0: It would be, but unfortunately, and Jim Orr is the done. head coach. Although the alliance team, so they, they started one here before in the show, the Tampa Bay Thunder, which is and I gotta remember the name exactly. I think it's the Football Alliance. Something, but I know they got their first game coming up this Saturday at in Dunedin High School. And Dominic Rogers Cromarty has you joined the team, has joined the, team. the Eagles. Yeah, well, he uh, he joined the team down here, and it's it's based like a, a like you're the guys who either A, are done or the guys who didn't make it professionally, uh, they're gonna be down here. So I'm hoping to get those guys on here. Uh, probably within the next week or so to see what happens. But uh, Columbus just beat the Flyers two to one. Keep it going, boys. <laughs> yeah, the Flyers are just in a bad role. But uh, Dave and Lee, please let the people know exactly where they can find you guys as well.
6: I'll let Lee lead. Okay. Uh, well, actually, tomorrow from 4 to 6 on Redline Radio LLC on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Uh, pretty much if it's social media, we're there. Twitch.tv. Uh, Money's Crazy Mind will be live. We'll be talking about family annihilators and the psychological belief behind them. And I even found a couple female family annihilators. So. Mm-hmm check that out money's crazy mind every friday night from 4 to 6 and then also when steel city renegades returns i'll be we we'll live 7 to 9 every sunday um that's about it uh you can follow our facebook page money's crazy mind on facebook i think it's money's crazy mind podcast and then also redline radio llc dave your turn all
7: right so you can get, you can get me on all social media aspects i am on twitter twitch Instagram, TikTok, everything, Dynamite Dave, Dave Wallencheck. Also, you can find me on the Redline Radio LLC page, also our Redline Radio uh, Studio 2 page, um, Redline Radio graphics that we're doing. So if you know anybody needs any graphics, let us know. We, we can do that, stickers, banners, uh, much, much more. Uh, You can catch me Friday nights from 6 to 7 on The Scoop. I do my own show. I have the starter show coming up next week. My former co-host will get back in touch with him, see what he's got going on uh, this week. It'll probably just be me. Talking, I've got a few things I want to talk about. I haven't done a show since uh, we were kind of temporarily set up in the studio. I was a little smaller underneath the desk because we picked out the wrong chairs the first week (laughs) that we were up there. Now we got the uh, big chairs, 360 cameras. So we're doing some things. Uh, Make sure you guys check us out on all social media aspects. Steel City Renegades, if you haven't went and liked the page, please go do that. Also follow us on Twitter at Steel City Renegades. I run that page. Redline Radio LLC. Redline Radio LLC Studio Two. Man, that's a mouthful. Uh <laughs> just, just find, you can find me just about anywhere. Twitter, Twitch, everywhere. We're there. I'm always posting yeah. about shows and whatnot. Uh so just uh follow us on there.
0: No, wait, you guys forgot one key element.
7: Oh, Broad Street South.
0: No, other than that, Redline graphics.
7: Oh yeah, Redline graphics.
0: Yeah. yeah. I there showed my up. hat. I know, but see, I, you got to mention, though, because it, it started, there you go. Now it did a better job. The first time it looked like a ghost because it faded out. So <laughs> better job this time around. But listen, thanks to my producer, Debbie, who's feeling a little bit underweather, but we hope it gets better. Um, yeah. Same way with Nick. I hope, Nick, is-
7: I hope you feel better, Debbie. Yep, yeah, absolutely.
0: But uh, Nick as well, and Nick's feeling a bit under the weather. And by the way, our video productions guy uh, who lost a friend over the weekend. Uh, I know they were having the Zoom vigil today and I hope everything worked out. Uh, God bless the family. I know losing a friend and a loved one is always tough. And also, don't forget, if anyone is ever going through any kind of mental health issues, always reach out to someone because someone is willing to listen. But make sure you get the help. Uh, as best as you possibly can, because there's a lot going on in this world. It may not be the best, but make sure you always reach out to someone. For Fuji, my co-host up there Northeast, Fuji, Angel, thanks for coming on. Angel, oh, can, nice I, right
7: can I say something before pleasure. we sign off? Yeah. Okay, Redline Radio family lost somebody today. Uh, Jean McKnight, a big supporter of Redline Radio. She lost her battle with cancer today. So thoughts and prayers to her family, and uh, thank you for being a supporter. This world lost a great person today.
0: God bless. It's boy, 2022, man. You talk between stars, comedians, people. It's amazing. We're 20 days into the brand new year, and it's amazing how many people we've already lost. It's just incredible. So we just hope this world uh, gets a lot better.
6: Did you see that the guy that played Hannibal Lecter in Hannibal Rising died yesterday, too, in a tragic skiing accident in France? Yeah. Yeah. Just signed on to do the new Disney show, Moon Knight, as well. He was going to play the villain.
0: Yep. It's incredible i'm
6: telling you i i don't get it I, 37. Just, I hope he's my age man i mean how do you think i feel about that he's he's my age and i'm just like eh. it's amazing I'm, I'm this
0: is why you enjoy the moment i say it all the time enjoy the moment you are not guaranteed tomorrow so enjoy it because you don't know what's gonna happen tomorrow but listen again thanks to everyone Thanks to my sponsors, Tamajoes.com, Tamjo's, along with BigSargeSports.com with our special partnership down there in Houston, Texas, along with LGDirect.net. If you guys need credit card payment solutions, your terminals, apparel, make sure you go to LGDirect.net and, of course, PhillySportsTrips.com you guys want to travel with the pros, please visit phillysportstrips.com. Look for the one in March, along with other trips they have on there as well. But the entire gang will be back here again in March. So everyone enjoy the night. Uh, There could be possibly a playoff show, so make sure you pay attention on the BroadStreetSouth.com page, also on the Facebook page so you guys can see. But for everyone tonight, we hope you enjoy the rest of your evening. Stay warm, and we'll see you very soon.